Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Welcome. Hey, I can't <laughs> believe fourth month in to this year. How has that happened? I know. But isn't kind of everybody's mood improving? Well. It's kind of. Kind you're of. like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I see where you're going with it. Yes, it, it is. It is. People are getting lighter. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're getting excited about extra freedoms I'm just optimistically cautious yes me too but I think it's to do with I mean I would say it being warm but it's bloody cold again at the moment but just I think it being lighter in the evenings all that stereotypical stuff I just think I can really feel the mood is a much more positive and hopefully it's all gonna we're all gonna come out of lockdown soon. I'll literally Fingers well not crossed. lockdown, but you know, the restrictions. We're not technically in lockdown anymore, are we? No. Mm-mm. We can actually meet up to six people outside now. Ooh, fancy. And by the time this is out, hairdressers, all of that kind of stuff will be open. Yep. Although Bar God uh bar, beer gardens will beer. be open. Were they? Yeah, I think what, by so. By the time this is out, oh, how wonderful. Yeah, I think it's by Monday, I believe. How exciting. Oh I didn't yeah. think bars were till later in the month, but. I think it, yeah, it's just outside, so. But, yeah. It's fair enough by me. I'll sit yeah. there in the rain. <laughs> well, I mean, it was snowing the other day. I know, what the hell was that? <laughs> Mad, madness. I have no idea. So, how's your month been? Uh, yeah. As good as it can be. Um, exciting news as of today. I was at work, I was on the phone and I get a missed call from Ash and I'm like, okay, that's weird. You never phone me at work. And then he phones again. So I'm like, what is happening? Oh God, there's an emergency. So I phone him back and he's like, uh, RuPaul Drag Race season two UK people are going on tour. I'm about to buy tickets. When do you want to go? So he bought us tickets today for that. So I'm so excited. That is exciting. Amy's going to be super jealous. She really wants to go. I know. And all I've got in my head, I don't know if you will know this, Sam, because you haven't watched it and you need to, but there's a song that they did on the show called UK Hun. And it goes, the chorus goes, bing, bang, bong, sing, sang, song, ding, dang, dong, UK, hun. And it's just stuck in my head. You're like, what the hell is that? I literally don't know what to say to that. It sounds like the worst song I've ever heard. It is, but it's amazing (laughs) at the same time. So, yeah, I think that's been the highlight so far. Oh, no. Obviously, seeing you in flesh. About to bloomin' say, come on. Like you have done something else this month. We yeah, I actually together. got to see you. I know, I saw your face in real life. Yeah. Not through a screen. We had some stragglers with us as well yeah. in the form of mum and Rob and our granddad. Yeah. That was lovely. But it was such a nice day, wasn't it? Yeah, we were sat so, outside in our bloody t shirts. Yeah. So, catching some rays. Yeah. Outside Grandad's 
<laughs> old people's flat. <laughs> Being judged by all the neighbours. Well, we were sat outside. We were oh, following guidelines. And so were Mum and Rob. They're, his, they're in his bubble, aren't they? So, they're so they were in. allowed. They're allowed. Yeah, they were allowed in. We just we had, had to, to sit, sit outside, outside. <laughs> on the patio. <laughs> <laughs> and we literally there. He did. Granddad offered us chairs. We were like, no, it's fine. We'll just we'll sit on the floor. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get piles. It's all right. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. I just couldn't be bothered with the faff of moving chairs around. And... Yeah. Yeah. We were but fine anyway, how was your month? Yeah, it was very good. Highlight was obviously seeing you. Good. I'm glad. And my mum, my granddad and my brother. That was yep. lovely. Um, but other than that, I haven't really done a great deal. Mm. My stepdaughter turned 18. That was quite a big thing. Oh, my God. Yep. I cannot believe it. She now legally buys her own alcohol. It makes me feel sick. I know. Like today she left the house um, for lunch with her mum and her brother and Mm. she took a can of pina colada with her. Why not? (laughs) Oh my God. I wish I was living (laughs) your life and still working. Uh, Yeah. I mean, why not? I'm glad that she's embracing it. You know? Oh, of course, of course. She's, She's having, having a lovely it, time. A casual bev. Yeah, casual beverage. bevy. While she went to uh, downtown Delhi in Eastbourne. I honestly, I follow the, them on Instagram and me and Ash are going as soon as we can. You have going. to. It's open. You can go now. You're I know. But travel. I, that's true. I forget about that. Yeah. Check them out on Instagram yeah. because honestly, it's incredible. It well, is. I mean, I haven't tasted it, but by looking at it, I'll tell it's you, incredible. it is incredible. It's absolutely delicious. Yeah, so they were my highlights, really. Just feeling super old. You're yeah. not old, though. Mm. No. No. Mm. No. I'm the wrong side of 35. Like, I'm so close to 40 now, it's ridiculous. Well, that I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20 now, which scares the hell out of me. But we're in this together. Not so really. Okay. You've got like 11 years no, younger but I than mean, me. Like... You've got over a decade on me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like being on the wrong side. Oh, I see. So, shall we do the rundown? Yes. So, um, as usual, we will go through um, the albums that we've been listening to in the last month, the singles, our record of the month, our honourable mentions, and then the theme for this month is So Funny, Comedy in Music and Songs That Started as Jokes. Yes. Originally, the idea behind the theme was that this would be in April, well, is that it's in April and obviously April Fool's Day. But obviously, mm-hmm. we're, we're quite far away from uh, April Fool's Day by the time this comes out. But yeah. the thought was there, and that's what counts. <laughs> I think it's still relevant. It's still relevant. We're not yeah. far enough away for it to not be relevant. But yeah, we're still in the same month. I had I had a lot of fun revisiting some old old faves. Me too. Um, that I haven't listened to in a long time. Yeah, yeah. it was good. That just, yeah, that are just funny songs for the sake of being funny. Yeah, yeah. and they remind you of, of good times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we'll we'll get into that. No spoilers here. We'll get into it. No spoilers, no spoilers. Kick it off. Go. 
So um, the first album, well, actually, it's an EP um, that I want to speak about is called Friends in the Corner and it's by Foxes. Oh, see, I saw this and I thought I'll stay away. I'll stay away just because I know. I think you've spoken. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't think I've ever really listened to her, but I know that you've spoken about her, whether that be on the podcast or because did you see her? Yeah. Like wireless or something. Yeah. And Ian really likes her. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the EP is eight songs, 28 minutes and 54 seconds. Okay. Um, But one of the songs, it's really seven songs because one of the songs is an acoustic version of the song, of another song that's already in the EP. It's actually, it's really lovely. She has a great voice. Um, It feels like a kind of self-reflection in light of you know, the state of the world. And yeah. it's just a really nice little, you know, it's only 28, it's not even half an hour's worth of of music. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's not really much as a pop, pop EP, um, as you'd imagine. It doesn't veer too far away from her old, her, her last album. Mm-hmm. Um, my favourite songs were Love Not Loving You, which is about falling in love with yourself and not depending on others for happiness. Oh, oh I like that message. I, I think that's that's really lovely. And that was something, so I took that from Spotify. That's something that she wanted out in the world. Yeah. Um, and then the other two songs I really liked from it were Dance. Dan- dance? Uh, dance. Were Dance and Courage. <laughs> there you go. Just a quick little... Okay. Just pops that one in. Yeah. I feel like in. there's there's been quite a lot of EPs. I mean, two of mine this month are EPs. So. Oh, the rest of mine are, well, one of them's called a mixtape, but I, I, I'd argue it's an album. <laughs> there you go. How do you define it? Potato, yeah. potato. Exactly. Well, I'm going to start off with potentially my favourite listen to listen of this month. So it's by a band called Black Honey. And the album is called Written and Directed. So it's 10 songs, 30 minutes, 31 seconds. So again, not very long at all. So they're a four-piece indie rock band formed in Brighton. Nice. Big up the Brighton Massive. And also the lead singer and one of the guitarists is a woman too. So we love to see it. We love to see it. And she gives me very like Joan Jett Blondie or um, Debbie Harry kind of vibes. She just has that badass vibe about her. So we we like that. Kudos to her. Um, So this is only their second album. Um, And the lead singer is called Izzy B. Phillips. So when she was asked what the inspiration was for the album title, and I was sold purely just by the album artwork, and I'll go on to explain. So she said, it just had to feel like an action movie scene. Every time we finish a song, we'd be like, what scene would this be in? The vision of the album just needed to feel like a Tarantino movie. Nice. So the reason why I listened to it was because Ash was like, oh, look at this album cover. It looks like Tarantino. And yeah, obviously it's not the exact font or colours, but by looking at it, you can tell that that's the inspiration. Stylistically, so, it's... Yeah. Nice. I was like, okay, I'm I'm in. And also, 
interestingly, to carry on with that. The first track uh, that's called I Like The Way You Die, the chorus, um, one of the lyrics is I Like The Way You Die, Boy, which is a reference to Django Unchained, which is a Tarantino movie. Yeah. And a very good one as well. A very, very good one. Oh, I haven't watched that for ages. No, I know. <sighs> Epic movie. Um, and also, that first track on the album, it's one of two songs that were written with Carl Barrett from The Libertines and Ollie Burden from The Prodigy. What? Yeah. That's amazing. I know. Um, but honestly, what a track to start the album off with anyway. It's amazing. Yeah, I think Izzy, I think I read that the lead singer Izzy described it as vagina rock. Yeah. And honestly, that's what I want to describe everything. Just like everything's that gonna have now. the prefix of vagina. Vagina rock. So <laughs> um but no, I, I definitely can feel the sort of movie soundtrack vibe as you listen to the album. There's quieter moments that sort of make the heavier tracks hit, hit even harder. Um, it's a cool concept because I think then if you're sort of like, yeah, we want it to sort of be like a movie, then you can kind of play around with that. Um, and again, you can have those quieter songs and then go, go in, um, with sort of different sounds and emotions. So, you know, there's different, uh, there's definitely like gritty moments, acoustic stuff. There's even a brass section in one of the songs, which nice. really, really feels like a movie moment. You know, like when you're in the car or you're on the train and you just feel, yeah, <laughs> it would be a soundtrack to something. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it, it's interesting because as well as I was listening to it, I could kind of hear different artists coming out. And it's not even like they're trying to rip people off, but I could just sort of hear like a bit of Radiohead. I could hear a bit of Muse, um, even some Kasabian at some points as well. Nice. Um, but honestly, really kick-ass album, amazing vocals, great songwriting, and vagina rock is my new favourite term. So <laughs> we're going to go tick, with tick, it. Tick, 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 tick. So I really liked the first track, which is, as I mentioned, I like the way you die. I do it. To myself and the track Fire as well. Nice. Vagina Rock. Take that. will be in the bio. (laughs) Take that, as you will. Um, So, I mean, how do you follow that? I do not know. (laughs) So I'm just going to go with Ocean Wisdom's new album called Stay Sane. It's 14 songs, 47 minutes and 41 seconds. Okay. Um, so we we have spoken about Ocean Wisdom before. I think it was you rather than me. I, I'm not really a long-time fan. I decided I'd give it a listen, mainly because I thought you might listen to it and and talk about it this month. But you, you haven't listened to it, have you? I didn't know about it until you said. So I was like, nope, I haven't listened to <laughs> no, it, but I will. <laughs> um, well, from what I've read in terms of reviews and things, it's not like his other albums. I, I haven't got a point oh, of reference because I haven't okay. listened to his other albums. Yeah. In, and the way that it's described in the articles that I've read is that his other albums have not relied on, but been kind of around his flow. So it's been around his speed and his yeah. his flow of delivery. Well, he doesn't really focus on that in these in this album interesting so 
I just I, I was interested in like where he came from and stuff like that. So I've written that he's a Camden rapper and he's well known for his fast flow. And according to the Guinness World Book the Guinness Book of World Records, <clears throat> he's the far he's got the fastest he's got the song with the fastest rapping in it. What? He beat, what even quicker than Eminem? Listen, so his his rap song "Walking," which I listened to afterwards and is yeah. absolutely amazing. He raps four point four five words per second, and what? Eminem and Rap God raps four point three one. Oh, so he is the world's fastest rapper. I mean, get that's get insane. your brain around that. That was immense. So that yeah. you know, that's always going to pull me in. Yeah. But this album is quite chill, than, uh, is more chill than, than previous albums. There are some fast flow bits and they are so impressive. Like I was, like I've said, it, he, he hasn't been someone that I've really paid that much attention and more fool me yeah. by the sounds of it. But the album is a reflection of the madness that has been, you know, lockdown. He he actually lost some big uh, some people more than one person at the beginning of of 2020. Yeah. Um. So it's really kind of touched him on quite a personal level. He also touches on racism in Britain in his personal experiences in terms of love and and self care. So he also lost his dad at the beginning of 2020 um and the song good girl is kind of a reflection of the music that he remembers like being played in the 90s in the kitchen by his dad which I thought was really cute Uh, and I'm just going to shout out notion online for that little quote there yeah so it's just it's a really it is quite chill in terms of ocean wisdom but I really enjoyed it it was much more it was definitely my kind of vibe um, mm-hmm. My favourite songs are Un- Uneven Lives featuring Maverick Sabre. Oh, nice. Shorty Good, spelt G-U-D, because he's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Racist, which features um, Novelist. I think mm-hmm. we've spoken about Novelist before. And then the final song, which literally I had so many goosebumps whilst listening to it, is called Can't Breathe Either. Is it going to make me emotional listening to that? I think it's very impactful rather than emotional. Yeah. It's really like quite hard hitting. and As you can imagine, yeah. And and it's just, it's yeah, it's a really well-rounded British rap album. And I, yeah. I, I'm not always one to, I prefer American rap normally. Yeah, I think we've spoken about that before briefly. And the that, style, yeah. like, I find it more palatable. <laughs> yes, than, yeah. than British rap, but actually, this yeah. this was brilliant. I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, I need to. I need to listen to it. Yeah, you do. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way you like. Have you listened to this, or have you reviewed this? Like, as in referencing the notes, and it was like, no, I haven't listened to it. I just no. assumed you would, and I thought, oh, I'll give it a listen so I can at least chime in. And then when you said no. you hadn't, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do it. Then. I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll take full reins. <laughs> I'll take full reins. But no, that's one I need to save to listen to. Yes, absolutely. So my next one is an EP, as I said. So it's um, by a band called or a group called Friedberg and the EP is called Yeah, 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 Yeah. So <laughs> eight years. I actually listened to this. 
Oh, is this one of yours? No, it's not one of mine. Oh, um, because okay. it, it didn't make the cut. Okay, that's fine. But you can chime in. It. So yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's five songs, 16 minutes, 31 seconds. So really, really short. They're an all-female four-piece based in London. Um, what I thought was really interesting, on their Spotify bio, it says, centred around singer, guitarist, and master of cowbells, Anna <laughs> Friedberg. Um, I was like, that. okay, I'm sold. I want to know all about the cowbells but yeah she's she's australian um and she's previously released two albums under anna f was her previous act i guess yeah you would say um but this is their their debut ep it's indie alt pop slash dream pop and uh looking into it it looks like there's a few songs on this ep that they've released previously so it's sort of like a compilation of all the singles that they've sort of released just into one EP. Um, All in one place. Yeah, which is fine with me because I'd never heard any of the singles anyway. So Norman Records, um, the website, described it as blending alt-pop and dream-pop, creating a kind of of end-of-party, hazy, danceable vibe. I was like, okay, I I can feel that. Um, And then a different website, Piccadilly Records, described it as music that is both immediately familiar, but also like nothing you've heard before. And I was like, yeah, I I get that. You do feel like the the vibe of it. You're like, yeah, this feels familiar. But then they sort of hit you with stuff that you wouldn't expect almost. So, yeah, I think you definitely get more out of the EP than you originally expect. Yeah. Again, that's sort of all of us as human beings being a little bit judgy. You sort of listen to the first track and you're sort of like, right, I know what I'm in for. When actually with this EP, yeah, it's very bold, vibrant and confident. And that's not what I really expected from it. So, yeah, it was a nice little surprise. And who doesn't love a cowbell? <laughs> there are some tracks. Love a cowbell? Where the cowbell is heavily used and, again... I can't hate it. So, yeah, it was a nice little enjoyable EP. Um, again, it's only five songs, so it's not not a lot of time. Uh, but I really like the tracks Pass Me On, Yeah, and Midi 8. Nice. I, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah was my favourite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. The album, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, was my favourite track yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't actually mean to be like yeah i, yeah. Just... <laughs> I know you didn't mm-hmm. which made it funnier mm-hmm. <laughs> and also the album cover i love that yeah it's um if you haven't seen it it's basically sort of like i guess it's anna friedberg on the cover um but yeah she's kind of got her arms up and then it's like just li- like loads of stickers loads all of over like the place colored stickers yeah and i think they say yeah i yeah. think I think they say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they say Freeberg. Friedberg. Oh. Or do they say Friedberg and, yeah. Hang on. Bear I'm not sure. I can't make it big. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It, they it's say, a yeah, cool cover. And then one says Friedberg. Oh, okay. Which makes sense, to be fair. Um. So, the next one I would like to talk about, which I'm sure will be of no shock to anyone, is When You See Yourself, Kings of Leon. Yep. 11 songs, 51 minutes, 30 seconds. 
Yeah. I literally couldn't have been happier in listening to this album. I've listened Ooh, okay. to it a lot over the week. I have seen actually some bad reviews of the album, basically saying that they rely too heavily on their sound. <laughs> but I think that's kind of what you want from them. Like, it's certainly what I want. Um, yeah. I don't want them to veer away from it too much because that is part of their who charm for me and who they are. But then I think yeah. it's one of those things, isn't it? If you're into it, you're into it. If you're not, you're not. Um, and I, I don't know if maybe this isn't going to come off right, but I don't know if they're just like at that stage in their career where they're not really trying to do anything different. No, no. I don't know if that's kind of offensive or not. I'm not sure. I don't but... think that's offensive. Yeah. Um, but it's their eighth album. Um, and Rolling Rolling Stone magazine referred to it as subtle and surprising. And okay. I kind of go with that. It is subtle. And there there are some variants in some of the songs like that aren't a hundred percent Kings of Leon sound like. Yeah. But I just I just really, really enjoyed it. It was one of those albums that you can just pop on. You you kind of you you almost know what to expect, but there's some bangers on there that you'll just play over and over again. Like the the singles that have come out so far, I've absolutely loved and had on heavy rotation. Sometimes there were songs that I wanted like a big finish, like a big crescendo to happen and it didn't. And I was kind of disappointed, but also not like, but also surprised about it. Does that make sense? Like it was, yeah. A disappointment because I thought I was like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, yeah. it's coming, and it never came. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the disappointment. <laughs> yeah, but I was okay with it. It was, it, yeah, it's a good album. I'm completely into it, really like it. Um, and my fave songs, other than the singles, are um, 100,000 People, Supermarket, and Echoing. Mm. So, yes, I know yeah. you're not a massive fan, but. I'm not. I'm not going to listen to them. it. But I'm I'll not, listen I'm to not going to listen to it. <laughs> no, but again, no, like, I know just, it's not your. Not, it's not your thing. They're cool. not an album band for me. No, whereas for me, I'm like all in. Yeah, all eight albums on heavy rotation. Oh, God, what, eight albums is a lot. It's a lot of albums, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's probably a, a slight exaggeration, <laughs> but there's at oh. least four <laughs> albums of theirs that I do listen to regularly, including yeah. this one now. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good thing. I think it's good. It's been added. Yeah, it's added. It's on. It's in. So my final EP is by a band called Nasty Cherry. And the EP is called The Movie. So again, it's only five songs, 13 minutes, 16 seconds. So really interesting. In 2019, Netflix released a docuseries called I'm With The Band, Nasty Cherry. And the premise revolves around Charlie XCX and her friend, which is also the band's manager, Emmy Lichtenberg, hopefully I've said that correctly, um, put together an all-girl rock band called Nasty Cherry. I had never heard about this docuseries. No, nor me. So I was shocked and now I want to watch it because I think that's really cool. Yeah, so they're like a pop rocks sort of alternative pop group I guess I was a little bit disappointed with it I think hearing that like you know 
the docuseries thing I was like wow that's really cool like you know these two females putting together an all-girl rock band I was like okay I'm in my only issue I think is that you can definitely tell that Charlie XCX is something to do with the music side of things um and again I'm not dissing her in any way I just yeah I just wanted a bit more out of it but you can just kind of hear that Charlie XCX is a part of it okay yeah I see what you mean yeah, I think I would, yeah, definitely expected more from the EP. Um, but it's definitely not bad at all. Not at all. I think it's good, but maybe a bit too safe also. I think maybe having Charlie XCX there, it's sort of, I don't know, maybe she, she didn't mean to have that much impact on it. Um, but you can definitely hear, or I could definitely tell that she was a part of it. There's no, like, mind-blowing surprises. It's a lot poppier than I expected, too. I thought an all-girl rock band, like, come on, we're gonna... I don't know, there's gonna be some, like, punk rock in there. And it was, yeah, it's just a bit poppier than expected. But I think, as I said, it's not bad at all. I just think maybe because they're still trying to figure out who they are, they're still trying to find themselves as a band... You know, when and the start of their journey was recorded for the whole world to see. There's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So maybe that that's the reason they it, it's quite safe. Um. And again, I, I I think it's like half British, half US people as well. So okay. I uh, assuming again without watching the docu series that they all have different influences as well that maybe they're trying to bring in, play around with. So yeah. I think if you like pop rock and a lot of synth pop too, then you'd definitely enjoy this. Um, but as I said, I wanted a bit more, but it's not bad. I look forward to sort of seeing what they do when they have like a full length album. Yeah. Um, and seeing what they bring to the table then. But yeah, it's okay. Not my favorite. Not awful. But yeah. So I really liked the song 666. And then the song called All In My Head. Lovely. Well, I look forward to hearing it. There it is, the monthly burp. <laughs> really had to do that. It was like <laughs> I was getting breathy because I was like trying to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> so my final album is my favourite album of this last month. Well, it's a mixtape. Um, and it's Clouds by NF. Yeah. It's 11 songs, 42 minutes and 26 seconds. I think I've mentioned before, this household is an NF fan. Uh, like every Yeah, all of us love yeah. NF. I mean, Evie kind of is a bit hit and miss, but, you know. She can still appreciate. She still appreciates it. Um, we've had it on quite a lot in the house. Um, in the car and everywhere else in between I cannot I cannot tell you how many times I've listened to it um Mm -hmm. I know that Amy is definitely like I would not be surprised if she had Spotify her wrapped would show that she was like 0.5 of top percentage of fans of NF I reckon she knows all the words she she absolutely loves him it's just amazing there's not a single skippable track um he's got as as you know and as I've spoken about before he's his flow is just outrageous it's it's brilliant um and his storytelling is just completely and utterly undeniable the dude can tell a good story Mm -hmm. um and without a doubt there's a song called story on the album which is my favorite track 
That's um, the one. Did you send that to me? That's the one I sent yeah. to you and told you to watch the video. Yeah. And literally, I've listened to it so many times. And every single time, I just get goosebumps. Every single time. And I think that says a lot about his ability to tell a story. Um, it's just absolutely amazing. I will not spoil it um, for for our listener. But um, if you don't get sucked in when you start listening to it, then shame on you. Yeah, um, I think it just, it just builds and builds and builds yeah. and you're sort of so intrigued by it and then you're like, Whoa, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? That is insane. And yeah. the video just is absolutely immense. Yes, I'm just it's just a really well-rounded mixtape. And I just, I really want, desperately want him to come over to this country so I can take the kids to yeah. go and see him because I just think it would be amazing. I think it'd be a brilliant show. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. I think he would be really good too. Yeah. I love the song Layers. There's an amazing change up midway through. And the other song that I really liked, well, I like all the songs, but the uh, the three that I've gone with are Story Layers and then the final one is Trust, which is with Tech Nine. It's an absolute Amazing. banger. And he Tech Nine no offense to to um NF, but Tech Nine completely steals that song. Like he yeah. is the highlight of that song. He just absolutely smashes it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's that's fine though. Yeah, I think that's all right. I think that's fine. We'll, that, we'll that... let him have it. Yeah, he's got the rest of the album. Yeah. Tech Nine can have that one track. It's like okay. that one track. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, that I knew that was going to be one that you'd listen to, and just that video that you made me watch. I was like, okay, like starting off, and then as I said, it just builds and builds and builds, and mm. you're like, this is insane. I don't know how someone can tell a story, but it be a song. <laughs> like how how and it the yeah like you say the build up is what makes you like yeah Amy cried <laughs> when she heard it I was literally I stopped I was listening to it whilst working the album the first time yeah. I listened to it and when that song came on I literally had to st- I was midway typing you know email letter whatever and I had to stop because I was like so intrigued, so engrossed, they had to just stop what I was doing. And yeah, the amount of conversations that Ian and I had about it before we watched the video, because we were trying to work out who shot who when. Yeah. I've just yeah, kind yeah. of ruined the, the story, but there you go. Well, there, not is, really. there is shooting in it. But we were trying to work out who shot who when. And I was like, there must be a video or. Like, I can't wait to see it if he does release one and yeah. then found the video on YouTube. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Amazing. It, it is really cool. And I think, again, it just you can't stop, like, watching it because no. it just you're so intrigued by it that you're just like, I need to know what happens. I need to know what happens. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely worth the album is worth a listen. That song in particular is worth a watch video wise Mm -hmm. okay so singles my first one i'm gutted in a way because they are releasing an album tomorrow uh but it would have been out for a week by the time that this is out but brockhampton shock horror new album coming tomorrow but the track um that they've released so far is called buzz cut and it's featuring danny brown 
crazy. Brockhampton, I just feel like with every album kind of have their sound, but they always come with something new. And this song, honestly, is just very erratic, but really cool at the same time. So of course I'm going to love it. It's Brockhampton. But also what's really interesting is as a lead up, I think before they even released this song, they had, I think it was Danny Brown, and they had someone from Wu-Tang, I think it was RZA, talking. Oh no, they didn't. They had Rick Rubin and um, RZA from Wu-Tang, different videos, just talking about how good the album is. And I was like, okay. What? This is insane to have like, yeah, those people just kind of talking about their music who are so established within hip-hop. And respected Um, for their views. Yeah, exactly, to say that, how good it is. So, yeah, that made me very excited for this track. Um, But, yeah, the best way to describe it is just it's very erratic, but the beat sounds very like hip-hop. So I'm very, I'm very excited to see what they release tomorrow but nice and danny brown danny brown that's mad yeah wow another sort of old school kind of person who does does that say something about the style like that that has piqued my interest massively so my first single is fall in love again rag and bone man and okay. I am just, it's just so lovely to hear his voice again. I feel, it feels like a long time since we've heard from him. Yeah. And he, like, he's got one of the most soulful voices ever. And it's just this song, he's just singing over a, a lovely piano. It's just really pared back and just simple. And I've just written gorgeous, big up the Uckfield Massive. Hey, <laughs> local boy ish ish. I mean, my stepmom used to hang around with him, so I mean, come on, that's cool. Come on, that is cool. <laughs> um, but yes, I am hoping it's leading to an album. I haven't checked, but I think I'm sure it is. I sure, I'm sure it is. I swear, I've heard him talking to bloody Greg James on Radio One about it. Well, I look forward to that. I'm in invested invested i'm ready me 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 my next one is more of a dancey vibe it's been out for a little bit it has been out for a little bit but i think because again where it's getting a bit lighter in the evenings now it's making me excited for summer it's joel cory um featuring m and ek head and heart oh nice nice it's yeah a nice little clubby i mean it's joel cory so you can kind of tell yeah what kind of music it's going to be but yeah it's just very catchy and summer vibes yeah is on its, it's way. been on quite a lot on the radio but yeah, i can't help myself liking it so it's getting me in good spirits at the moment so it's giving you vibes yep um so the next one i want to talk about is limbo by royal blood mm, okay. um they're not normally my thing no, I'm very surprised at this. <laughs> but I really love this song. I've heard it quite a few times. It comes and because I've obviously I've added it to my liked, um, so it comes up every now and again. And I just I've realised, not to the same extent, but Royal Blood are one of those bands for me that I don't ever listen to an album 
but I like lots of sing like a lot like lots of songs that have come out. So I yeah. obviously like them. I just haven't invested the time in an album. In an album. Yeah. Um but yeah, this song it, it's got a, a touch of muse about it for me. It's okay, got cool. kind of a muse vibe. And as mad as it sounds, um I do always forget about them. Um <laughs> and this this is just a good it's a good track really enjoyed it yeah again for royal blood i think i do that thing where i'm like oh this is a good this song is good. who's is this <laughs> yeah and then, I'm like, and then it's royal blood <laughs> yeah that's yeah. exactly what i did yeah Ooh, i like this who is it so again i haven't really listened to enough no. of them but i mean yeah a bit surprised because yeah it's not really your thing but it is yeah, yeah. it isn't but it is so it isn't but it is mm. and i yeah enjoying that nice well my next one no surprise. And I almost did forget about this. Um, and I assumed that we spoke about it on last episode, but we boy. didn't. It's boys. It's a boy. Um, so it's Silk Sonic, where if you don't know, is Bruno Mars yeah. and Anderson Pack coming together. And I purposely didn't talk about this because I knew you would. Yeah. So I'm so excited. And- the song is called Leave the Door Open. Um, honestly, I am so into this. It's catchy. It's everything you would expect. And I just think them two coming together, they've both got that swag about them. And whatever they're going to release, um, I'm here for it. I'm there. And if they tour together, I would literally make my life. Yeah, they um, just both have like this swag confidence about them that just makes music. I mean, leave the door open is very like sexual. It is, but and I think so. I really like it. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I love the whole like discoy funk vibe yeah. of it. But Amy, for instance, doesn't like it at all. Loves <gasps> Bruno Mars, doesn't like that song interesting yeah. and i just think it's too too funky for her maybe it's interesting because i can kind of it, i think it feels a bit more bruno mars than it does anderson pack for me yeah i do but they both complement each other so well but i yeah i guess i understand it yeah but she's too young to appreciate it i reckon she's too young too young she? she's just too young well, it's brilliant yeah. i love it yeah, it's I can't wait to see what else they release. I think it is kind of unexpected, but it works so well. So yeah, I'm here I'm here for it. I'm done. Yeah. And let's hope we can go and see them at some point. And I will definitely leave my door open, so <laughs> it's a bit too short for me, but you're short. <laughs> it's fine for me. We've it's had this conversation. We've had this conversation before. <laughs> um so my next one, okay. I'm just going to be really upfront with it. I'm going to come out and say it. The next song that I've been listening to a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> quite a lot. It's called It's Not My Fault. And it's by Princess Nokia. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it is a complete yeah. and utter trash talk song. Yeah. Um, It's not particularly good. I just can't stop listening to it. And that's all I've got to say. But that is fine. We it's just are not one here. of those songs. I just can't stop. It's 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 not particularly like she's she's an alright rapper, 
I can't say I've invested a great deal of time in Princess Nokia, mm-hmm. but I just can't stop like listening it. to this song. I can't. Yeah. But it's it's absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's fine though, because I'm one of these people that don't really believe in guilty pleasures. No. I think whatever you like, you don't don't feel guilt about it. Own it. I mean comes from me that last month was like cardi b but um, that's not gil that's just because it's you and i i don't want you to be right <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i mean there you go but i defy you to listen to that song and say it's like and and not want to listen to it again i thought you're gonna be like tell me that it's the best song ever tell me that i'm wrong <laughs> tell me that i'm wrong i'm not saying it's the best song it really no. like yeah Give it a listen, see what you think. But it is one that I've been listening to quite a lot this this month. That's okay. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if I look forward to it, but I mean, yeah. Um. So my last one is one that I sent over to you, mm. uh, and you made a really good point about the singer on this track. But it is Justine Sky and Timberland. And the song is called Intruded. As soon as I heard it, I was like, one, right up Sam Street. And two, I was like, whoa, this, like her voice, the vibes, everything was just, I, it did feel really like old school to me. And it was just like, whoa, this feels like I'm being taken back to like yeah. R&B. Like, I don't know. Prime, late 90s, yeah. early 2000s R&B deliciousness. Yes, and I was just listening to it, sent it, and I was also like, it's Timberland, so of course she's going to like it. But then you came back and said that she sounded a bit like Aaliyah. And then I went back and I was like, oh my God, that is insane. No wonder Timberland's working with her. (laughs) I mean, it is difficult. You will never, ever replace Aaliyah. No, of course not. But her voice is uncannily... There, there are points when she's singing where she's uncannily like Aaliyah and not all the way through. Like she definitely isn't a, like an Aaliyah copycat like a or rip off, yeah. rip off or, or anything, but there are just, there are points throughout the song. And I think that's enhanced by the fact that it's with Timberland. Who of course. Yeah. Obviously did a lot of Aaliyah songs. Yeah. But yeah, you just have to listen to it. It's amazing. You'll know exactly what we're talking about. And I think Justine Skye, one to watch out for. Yeah. She might be coming. I think she is. Coming for the industry. Yeah. Because her voice, amazing, beautiful song. Yes. And I loved it. And I do love it. So So my final one is Ooh Ah by Miguel. (laughs) I was like, where are you going with this? By Miguel. As always, it's a sexy song, as if Miguel does any other song, every, any yeah. other type of song. Um, it's got a really good guitar rift in it. It's simple and it's just, yeah, it's just Miguel. It's, it's lovely. <laughs> I love it. I've li- I listened to it four times today. Oh, yeah. Getting you in I the just, sexy vibe. Not getting me in a sexy vibe. I just really like it. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, not, not on that flow right now. Can't be asked. No, I don't think anybody can, really. Nah. Too it's full fine. of chocolate. Record of the month. So, it was a little bit hard 
this month because I was like, oh, do I do Silk Sonic? And I was like, no, you know what? I'm not going to be that predictable. And there was another song that just beat it. Um, it's by a lady called Remy Wolf. And the song is called Photo ID, and it's with Dominic Fike. Okay. I know, predictable. You're the Fike at the moment. He's everywhere. Can't get rid of him. <laughs> but again, this song just popped up randomly one day on a, you know, finished a playlist, and then it went on to this song. Honestly, really, really catchy. Love her voice. She's got a great voice. Um, and it's got the charm of Dominic Fike on it. But yeah, it's just a very upbeat, happy song positive vibes um and i'm yeah i need to invest a little bit more time into remy wolf because i think she's featured on a few artists that i like uh like the wallows and stuff like that so i think she's she's up my street um but yeah really really catchy enjoyable song lovely well my record of the month is thought about you by joel joel Culpepper. it's mm. the one that i sent to you with the loop clip on Spotify. I know which one you mean, yeah. So the dance move, the outfit, the wig in that loop video. I don't is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's like the Spotify, the loops that they do. The loop that no. plays whilst the song's on. And he is it's a complete and utter vibe. It sets the scene for the entire song. It's got prints written all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love it. It's a funk soul track, and it's very just funky, just amazing. I, I literally, I'm in love with it. Yeah, as soon as I uh, listened to it, I was like, right, 2021 playlist straight on there. <laughs> yeah, it went funky, straight on the playlist. Amazing, mine, yeah. <laughs> mine, done, done. Good choice. I Thanks. enjoyed that song. Thanks very much. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. How many have you got? I got two. You go first. I go first. You go first. My first one is the circle, the UK version. Oh, yes. We are current. I mean, again, by the time this this is out, we will know who the winner is. Um, but I just love the concept of this show. It's amazing. Although there are some bits that you can tell are very like TV show esque. Produced. Uh, I just. I just really love it. It's just a really fun concept. If you've never heard of The Circle before, it's basically they're all in a block of flats but in different apartments and they all can basically build a profile for themselves, whether that actually be their genuine selves or a catfish. And the aim of the game is to be the most popular. So some people do whatever they can to be pally with everyone, but they don't ever get to see each other. It's all basically through text speech through the circle and the winner gets a hundred thousand pounds and jess so, is entering for the next season i'm not entering i am you entering you, you. <laughs> i'm entering you though i'm not going in you're going in i'm just doing the application form for you great so because i am adamant that jess would be immense on this program i don't know i feel like people would think i'm playing too safe and i would end up like a a Gemma type of person, I think. Gemma, like a real one though, not not a catfish. Not the catfish one, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. But we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, if you've not watched it, there is a US version on Netflix, which I'm tempted to watch after okay. this is over. But yeah, I know it sounds a bit shitty, but honestly, once you watch it, 
it's amazing. You get really invested even in the people that are catfishes because what seems to happen is they'll put pictures up of someone else, build this profile, but actually their genuine self does end up coming out a lot of the time. And yeah, it's just really funny. This series, so much drama, a lot of bitchiness. I've I'm really enjoyed it. every single moment of it. And I'm hashtag team Saeed. Me too. I just want him I want to Saeed win. to win. Saeed to Me win. Too. He is absolutely amazing. I love him. And the crying that he did this week, literally. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Saeed, so I hope. But the thing is, by the we're saying this, mm. but we would know who's who's won by then. But yeah, we'll see. I think the final, the reveal when they all get to meet each other, oh, I, I think wait. it's going to be immense. explosive, explosive yeah. for mm-hmm. the catfish alone. Um, so my first one that I want to talk about, I'm going to stick with British TV shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I really want to talk about KSI in the Stand Up to Cancer Bake Off. Did you see it? No, I haven't watched it yet. Holy shitballs. It's literally been the best episode throughout the series because KSI is hilarious, as is Catherine Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, he literally has created one of the funniest bake-off moments oh my in God, the history okay. of the show. And it involves a cherry a cherry pie. Yeah, he's an absolute legend. I didn't know really. I don't really know who he is, to be honest. But Amy, Amy says that makes me old. So, but I I enjoyed him. I thought he was lovely, and he is responsible for one of the funniest moments ever. And I won't spoil it for you. I let you watch it. So my next one I wanted to speak about is music related. Their Apple TV released a documentary um, about Billie Eilish. So it's Billie Eilish, the world's a little blurry. It was called. So it's a documentary. It was an interesting watch because it was sort of, I guess, not before she got. I guess it is sort of that time where she was becoming really huge. Um, so it's really interesting to kind of see a behind the scenes for someone. Like I've spoken about her before, saying that she's very down to earth and all of this. And again, seeing it shows that she's again like 19 years old she's not perfect in any shape or form but I think it was really interesting to see this journey even with her family as well of them kind of seeing her grow up and yeah it's just a really interesting watch the bond that she has with her brother is just insane they make it isn't he in the industry yeah, so oh, he yeah. obviously produces he produces her music, I believe. But yeah, he also works with different artists as well. I can't really name any off the top of my head, but yeah, he's quite no- well known in that respect as well. I think he makes his own music too. But yeah, just seeing their bond, them making music, him kind of pushing her boundaries a little bit sometimes when she's like, I hate writing music, stop for making me write it. I just want to sing, I just want to perform kind of thing. And him being the big brother, like, no, you're good at this. You need to do it. Again, it's not like perfect. It doesn't show her 100% of the time being a happy-go-lucky type of person. It does show the stresses of it, um, sort of with injuries and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, it was just a really interesting watch, especially speaking about her 
on the previous episode. So yeah, it's a little insight into what her life is like and yeah, she's cool. It's on my to watch list definitely. So I will it, I will get there. I will get there. <laughs> so my final honourable mention is I've just wanted to shout out really, it's the BAFTAs soon. Um, yeah. They would have happened before this goes out. And Soul, I don't know if you've had a chance to see that film. No, I haven't, but I, n- I really want to watch it. It's on it my watch is list. absolutely beautiful. It's one of the loveliest, loveliest films you'll ever watch, ever. And it has been nominated for both original score and sound. And it's just, I really hope it wins. I really do. Yeah. It deserves it. I think a lot of people... Is bringing a different type of music to younger people, in my yeah. opinion. There's there's also a short as well on Disney that Noah just, he literally stops to watch it. And it is just people every day, like the beauty of every day with music behind. It's just, it's yeah, just beautiful. Nice. It's really lovely. Yeah, I think a lot of people are backing it. So yeah, surely I mean, it will win. Come I mean, on. I hope so. I hope so. But we'll see. So my final one, it's a game. I think first time we've shouted out a game. Yeah. Um, And it's called It Takes Two. So this is only something recently we came across. Again, it was thanks to TikTok, came, came across this game. And me and Ash literally played it the whole Easter weekend and we managed <laughs> to finish it. So the the idea of it is it is like a, a co-op game and it's basically about a couple who unfortunately have decided to get a divorce and of course their kid is really sad about it. They just want their, their parents to be friends um, and everything to kind of be okay. So she kind of makes two dolls of them um, and basically runs down to the basement, kind of speaks to like this love book and it ends up being a magic spell which turns her parents into these dolls. Um, So it's then basically about them trying to become human again. And yeah, it's just a little co-op game where you basically have to work together as a team to get through the missions. And there are times where you're sat there like, come on, this is what you have to do. Can you not? Can you not see? Just do it. Come on. We need to get this in time together. Um, and it, yeah, it's just like a really fun but kind of stressful experience. But you're kind of going through what the characters are going through to a certain extent. Yeah, and it was just a really fun game. We really liked it. So I think, yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, you want to play a game with your your partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, I think definitely check it out. It's fun, um, stressful, but it's worth it in the end. Where do you play it? So it was released for Windows, so you can play it on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One. So you can get it on different platforms, but I 100% would recommend. So, main theme. Yeah. So as I said at the top, our main theme is so funny, comedy in music and songs that started as jokes. Yeah. It was an interesting one. I, I expected to go in and find all these songs that originally created as jokes and then they became really successful. And actually, it was a lot harder to find those kind of songs. Yeah. I Um, think we'll probably have a few of the same. Yeah, I I think so too. Because my research, the same songs kept coming up. So, obvious one, 
Beastie Boys, you got to fight for your right to party. So these actually originally was intended to be sort of an ironic parody of like party attitude, kind of like frat boy rock kind of guys. But I, the irony of that song was sort of lost on most listeners. And actually what kind of happened was those kinds of people <laughs> were the main people really listening loved to the song yeah to that song um so yeah they were kind of taking the piss out of those type of people but then they ended up really liking the song so making a hit but they yeah. what i read when we when i was looking at it because it is on my list also is they publicly denounced it and haven't performed it live since 1987 Mad. but there's a lot of yeah cuz that's obviously when they were with like Rick Rubin, obviously, because mm. he's in the music video. But I think because of that time as well, they just there's a lot of bad yeah, energy that, around that yeah, time. I was just gonna say bad energy. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? Let's just harness the good, block the bad. Because I did. There was a lot um I went on a few websites to do like a lot of research and I think there was one forum that I went on to where they were Someone was asking about those type of songs. There wasn't that many uh, um, answers. But one person was like, the Beastie Boys career. And I was like, excuse me. You put yourself back in a box. Go. Because that is not true. If you actually listen to their music, you know that that's not true. They They moved past that period. And, but anyway. Anyway. Oh. Take a breath, that Cole. Upset me. That upset me. That's it. <laughs> um. So the first one, I'm. So I had fight for your right too. Um. So the first one I'm going to speak about is Sweet Child of Mine, Guns and Roses. Not on my list, Not but I did keep list. seeing this coming up. So it's the the guitar rift has been voted the best guitar rift ever. Questionable. <laughs> but it was actually a string skipping exercise. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Um, and Slash was trying to put his bandmates off when they were doing some kind of practice. And actual Axel Rose came and heard it and said, right, this is going to be our next hit. And made them all do a song. And that's what happened. Yeah. That was the result. And I'm pretty sure... I don't think I knew that before. No, um, I don't think I realised that either. No. So... And it was lost on us. Yeah, what a, what a brilliant song to be a joke. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's one of their su- most successful songs, so they're laugh. Slash is laughing now. Yeah, if he gets any rights to it, still I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I don't know. Surely, surely. Right, I'm just going for a straight out funny one. On, so we can't have this as a subject and not talk about Tenacious D. No. So I've gone for the song Tribute. I've played it a bit safe, but they have so many songs that are just ridiculous. So this references their movie, if you, you're not aware. Um, it was Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny, which I think there's a second one coming out soon, which very excited about. Yeah. Interesting, though. What I learned was it failed to make commercial impact in the US, huh? but was a hit in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, that song, the US were like, yeah, nah. nah. But it's great. Again, if you've seen The Pick of Destiny, 
it makes a little bit more sense. Um, but even if you haven't seen it, it's just Jack Black being hilarious. Great song. And also, we cannot talk about that song and not talk about the fact that Dave Grohl on the drums and in the video. Yeah. Absolute legend. And this is the song that I was talking to you about before we started recording that Taylor has recently discovered and loves. And that we were sending each other lyrics to the other day. Oh my god! Yeah, he, I, he yes. loves it so much. And we tried to play it to Amy, and she was just not on board at all. Didn't like it. wasn't wasn't into it. But I'm so proud Taylor and I are like, got, we've got a little thing now. And Ian doesn't know it either. So it's literally just me and me and Taylor. <laughs> has he never? Has he seen the pick of destiny? He hasn't, has he? Oh. <gasps> Yes. This is just a tribute. You gotta believe it, and I wish you were there. Oh, come on, just, just yeah, it's pretty. And the weird scoop. I can't even do it. I don't know how Jack Black does. He just yeah. does it all the time. He's so funny. I can't do it. But Taylor loves it, and I'm pretty sure he could reenact that that bit that we're trying to do unsuccessfully. Um, but yeah, so it's on my list too. I flipping love that song. It's one of, my, one of my most favourites. And I just love the fact that whilst they are taking the absolute piss out of themselves, they're actually genuinely very musical. Yes. Like Kyle Gass can play that fucking guitar. Yeah. Like he has got actual talent. Yeah. And and so and Jack Black, his he musically, he is very talented. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm flipping love him. Insane. Insane. Amazing. Um, so the next one that I wanted to talk about was Come On, Feel the Noise by Quiet Riot. Ooh, I don't yeah. have this one, okay. 1983, so it's quite near when I was born. Uh. Um, <laughs> so essentially, uh, their manager bought them the song and said, I want you to do the song, and they all, n- none of them wanted to do it. The lead singer, um, Kevin DeBrow, hated that song outright. And so he conspired with the rest of the band and one of the sound engineers to completely <laughs> mess up the the recording of the song. They oh didn't rehearse God. it, not once. The drummer made it up as he went along and DeBrow screamed lyrics loud and off key and it created their hit cover of <laughs> come on feel the noise crazy i did yeah. not know that yeah there you go see and that's what i feel like there's so many different songs i think but that maybe isn't like public knowledge that maybe it was a bit of a goof yeah and actually were really successful yeah the next one i'm going to talk about not necessarily created as a joke okay but it was sort of well let me explain so it's beck loser nice yeah so apparently reading into it he never imagined this song would go anywhere didn't have any faith in himself just thought whatever so apparently when speaking to pitchfork he said i thought of loser as a fluke that i'd uh done messing around at a guy's house in 1991 i didn't even have a copy of the song i just remember it being a laugh but some people heard it and liked it so he didn't even have a copy. It was just put out to the world and people were like, yeah. And now Beck is like one of 
the most successful artists i think out there yeah crazy um so the next one i want to talk about again is not a song that was created as a joke but the title of the song changed Mm. so it's sex on fire kings of leon yeah so the 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 sound engineer when they were recording the song thought they said sex on fire when initially the words were set us on fire oh my gosh um and it became a joke and that stuck oh my god yeah that really blew my mind i was like what that's just reminded me of something else that i don't have on the list and again it's not not really anything to do with the theme but in terms of mishearing stuff gorillas yeah dare yeah he um sean Ryder when he was in the studio he was supposed to say it's there t-h-e-r-e but because of his accent it kept coming out as it's dare. Yeah. And they kept trying to correct him. And then it got to a point where they were like, you know what? Let's just keep it. It's dare. It's dare. Okay. So my next one, Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> nice. And again, this group have so many songs that I could have listed yeah. because their songs are so outrageous. But Gotta talk about the bad touch. I fucking love that song. I was obsessed with that song as a teenager. Yeah. It's one of the most ridiculous songs I think I've ever heard in my life. It's very obvious when you hear it what the song is about. A lot of innuendos right in your face. It's about sex. It's about sex. Sex. Um, but yeah, just the the innuendos that they come out with are just ridiculous. It's hilarious. The video. yeah crazy and also it's saying how ridiculous it is it's like their biggest charting hit i had that on cd did you cd single on cd on cd single and i wrote out the lyrics because i wanted to learn them all (laughs) the sex the sex it was Um, funny (laughs) but yeah so how ridiculous it is it's their biggest charting hit and this song actually made them really popular in Europe, especially Germany. Yeah, I can <laughs> so see that. They gained a lot of yeah European fans from that song. Nice. So I can see why. Yeah. Well, so the next one I want to talk about is not well. No, I suppose it is. So it, it's "Man's Not Hot, Big Shack." So I don't know how. Like I had to explain this to Amy and Halen and Evie that actually hmm. Big Shack isn't a real person. Oh, they didn't realise. No, they thought he oh, was a genuine rapper. He no. he is a character, and I had to explain yeah. that to the kids. So Big Shaq is a character played by Michael... I'm going to say it wrong. Dapu? Dapa? I can't sure say it. Dapatch? And it's kind of novelty grime music. He is a fictional rapper. And yeah, he never thought that he was going to get a hit out of that song but it was like number one for fucking ages wasn't it yeah people loved it didn't the they kids absolutely loved it and amy used to sing it to noah and make him laugh when he was a baby oh that's cute. cute wasn't he even like big shack the character wasn't he even in far in the booth yeah at one point yeah. and that was ridiculous it was brilliant it was brilliant he's <laughs> it actually, was brilliant he's actually quite talented vocally yeah. Um, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. 
two plus two is four minus it's one. four. That's very quick maths. Something like that. But apparently, I remember. I remember not apparently, but I remember Evie telling me that a teacher had tried to do that to make the lesson cool. Oh. Just, just don't do it. It's too much. It's, it's too, too much. on the nose. Yeah, just don't. So my sort of last one in the sense of not really being jokey, but has a bit of a story behind it. Blur, song two. Amazing song. Yeah. There's one point out. Agreed. Right, so this song is a bit tricky because I read so many different things in different places. Mm. So it seems like a lot of people that are involved in making this song have sort of their own interpretation of it. So Graham Coxon said this song was intended to be a joke on the record company. Okay. But then some writers have stated that it was a parody of the grunge genre, while others say it's a parody of pop hits and the music industry with a punk rock chorus. Okay. So it all seems to be taking the piss out of something. Either way, whatever the real story is, it was made, again, to be a bit of an ironic parody of some some kind. And again, ended up being this huge song. I think even the title song, too, was just, oh, okay, we're going to, you know, mix this track. This is just what the track is called at the moment. Yeah. And they just kept it. Yeah. Um, but is one of their biggest songs and really successful. Really so successful. Whatever it's taken the piss out of, it worked. It worked. So. It was a good, good song. Um. So the next box. Uh, the next. <laughs> the next box. <laughs> oh, you'll understand why I said that. <laughs> oh, okay. The next song I want to talk about is "Dick in a Box" by The Lonely Island, featuring Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I don't have that one, but I have a different Lonely Island oh, song. Oh, no. Do you have... I bet you have the uh, T-Pain one. Oh, okay. You you talk about yours. I'll talk about okay. mine. Okay. So I went with this because Lonely Island are just a hilarious kind of comedy band. I don't know yeah. how you describe them. And I just, obviously, as a big JT fan, when I first heard this song, I was... I, I can't even explain what it was. I was really impressed by the fact that he wasn't just this pop R&B singer. Like he was, this was made more him more him. genuine for me. It made him, yeah. it, it showed me that he had a funny side and I yeah. flipping love this song and I'd forgotten all about it. And just like the lyrics, like, I'm not going to get you a diamond ring. Here's my dick in a box. It's thing. my dick in a box. Dick in a box. Um, but the album itself, the that the album that that comes off of, there are some amazing people on that album. Like I've never listened to the album. I've heard a few songs: T Pain, Jack Black, Chris Parnell, Nora Jones, yeah, and Natalie Portman. Have you listened yeah. to the Natalie Portman track? Yes, I have. I did yes. not know about that track, and I listened to it not? out of pure curiosity, and literally was in hysterics at the dinner table. Yeah, it's amazing, hilarious, brilliant. I nearly picked that one, but I chose "I Just Had Sex," <laughs> which is featuring Akon. Nice, nice. 
<laughs> um, it's hilarious. I mean, yeah, their their videos that they have to accompany the songs always add like an extra layer to it. I just had sex, but it's just full of like women just being really unsatisfied from the experience. Yes. So yeah. Lonely Island, like sort of like a parody comedy band. Yeah, yeah. But sort of make music that isn't bad. No. It, yeah, it kind of parodies, I guess, what is popular at that time. Yeah. Um, but just makes it really funny. So. And I'd completely forgotten about them, and I'm so glad that I've been reminded. I just had sex, <laughs> and it felt so good. <laughs> like, why? Why do you feel the need to sing it out? But it's so catchy. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's what I do when I finish. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> the whole world needs to know. Yeah, everyone knows now. It's true. Sorry. Does Akon? Just come out as well. Yeah, of course. We've got them locked in out the cupboard. Of. So the next one I want to talk about is Garfunkel and Oates. Have mm-hmm. you heard of them? Yeah. Okay. So they are a comedian folk duo made of two actresses, Ricky Lindholm and Kate Mussini. And yeah, just it's... <laughs> It really caught me. Like I've never, I haven't actually heard of them before doing the research for for this episode, and mm-hmm. it caught me because there was there's a song called Self Esteem that they've done, and it's about a girl who's being basically being called by a, a douche fuck boy, um, which is my interpretation, not not what anyone's written, and, and telling him he can fuck off because she's better than that. She's not quite her self esteem is not low enough to be with the fuck boy. And um, I, I just that spoke to me on a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. There's also a song called Twenty Nine Slash Thirty One, which is so basically one of them is age twenty nine, one's age thirty one, and mm-hmm. the twenty nine year old it, it's kind of optimism versus the age thirty one. Oh my god. I'm too old for this shit now in yeah. terms of the dating scene. So the 29-year-old is saying is optimistic, got their shit together, waiting for Mr. Right. It's going to hold out for everything that they've got on their tick list. And the yeah. 31-year-old is like, life is over. I've got no man. I'm going to die alone surrounded by cats. <laughs> and it's Cat just, lady. yeah, it's just, it's, it's a really clever, really clever and really cute. I like it. Yeah. And again, adding adding ladies in. I tried. I always try to. I always try. Always. So my next one is the Offspring. Pretty of fly for a white guy. Oh, so love that song. again, it it just kind of it ridicules someone who is immersed in hip hop culture, um, but not because they like it or understand it, but just because it's trendy sort of makes them feel tough uh, and get the ladies. Um, And yeah, it's just a stupid song. One that I'm sure everybody, as soon as they hear it, they're like, Uh -uh, all uh -uh. the words. (laughs) Pretty fly for a white guy. Give it to me, baby. Uh uh There you go. Beautiful. (laughs) Taking bookings. That transitions very nicely on to Weird Al, white and nerdy. Um, oh, nice. So kind of similar, but this song basically celebrates nerd culture and 
kind of like nerds can't really roll with the gangsters because he's too white and nerdy. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's really old, that song now. I can't believe oh, no. that seems like be, what, forever, ever ago. Yeah, it's really old. So not really relevant to these days, but if you hear it, you'll know the song that it's sort of parodying. Yeah, Weird Al. He's done loads of parodies. If you don't know who he is, Check him Google out on him. YouTube. YouTube. You'll, you'll see. You'll see He's lots lot. of videos. Yes. Yeah. Um, so my final one is the comedian beatboxer um reggie watts have you ever heard do you remember him yeah i do remember him yeah so i had and i apologize reggie i had forgotten about reggie watts i was a little bit obsessed with him back in the day and he has kind of disappeared because he's so funny yeah and he is a very talented beatboxer like he in his uh, comedy in his stand-up he records live on a loop machine each bit of the song and then performs it in front of yeah, in front of people it's mind-blowing it's such a talent and beatboxing always blows me away I don't care that he's taking the piss it, he is brilliant and the song that I've chosen is fuck shit stack because <laughs> it's one of my most favorites that he's ever yeah. done it's just and I was listening to it this morning properly giggling as I was waiting for the bus so yeah there you go. So he's funny, but honestly, he's super, super talented as well. So it's just combining these things that you wouldn't necessarily put together, but it works so well. And if you want to see some of his stand-up, there is actually uh, one of his stand-up is on um, Netflix at the moment. It's called Spatial. There you go. I started watching it last night because I was like, yep, I need Need that. need to do that. I need it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So my... Final one. Now, this is a bit of a throwback. Some people might know it, some people might not, but it is by someone called Afro Man. And the song is Because I Got High. And look at Sam's giggles already. <laughs> what a song. See? And I was like, I need to leave it till my final one. Um, I forgot about that. So, yeah, if you've not heard it, from the title, you can kind of guess, but it's really ridiculous. Um, I learned that it's actually, it was only written in minutes. I mean, it makes sense because there's not much to it. But yeah, he it was written in only a few minutes. It rose from obscurity to popular, blah, 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 popularity after it was um, circulated around the internet. But it also featured on the Howard Stern show. So then people were like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Um, and a little fun fact, I didn't realise this, but it makes sense now. Kevin Smith directed the music video. Oh my god. I did not know that. Yeah, but Jay and Silent Bob do feature in the video, which makes 100% sense. But yeah, Kevin Smith directed that music video too. So if you haven't ever heard that song, go listen to it because... Because I got her. Because I got her. <laughs> it's honestly hilarious. It's really ridiculous. It's but ridiculous, but I like it. You forget about it and then it pops up every now and again and you're like, yeah, this is, this is funny. It is funny. This is funny. It's funny shit. That's it. <laughs> that is us. Done. <laughs> this month. That's me closing my book. That's you closing your book. It's been joyous. Yeah, Um, and of course, 
if there's any that are like really obvious that we've missed out or ones that you just think are really funny let us know because we all need some laughter in these days or if you've got a funny story that goes with any of them I'd be equally up for that because some of these songs have me reminiscing over times gone by um, like white and nerdy I used to play that all my friends used to play it in her car when we used to go driving around town because we were cool you're white and nerdy I am white and nerdy it's true both factual she says adjusting I do adjusting my spectacles <laughs> I am white and nerdy you are correct you are correct yes. I've got crypto now I'm definitely nerd <laughs> so yes it's been an absolute pleasure we hope that you've enjoyed it as always you can find oh do apologise. As always. Is that a fart? No, it was me hitting <laughs> no, my... Uh, it wasn't. I, I don't fart. I'm a lady. <laughs> my nan told me that ladies cough in their knickers. They don't fart. I uh, Like, that is one of those phrases that I absolutely hate, but also I find it <laughs> hilarious every time I hear it. Cough in your knickers. Cough in your knickers. You don't fart. Um... <laughs> Yes, so as always, you can find the links to the playlists that we've been talking about all the way through. All of the songs that we've talked about will be compiled onto a playlist on Spotify um, and Apple Music, if Apple Music will actually let me upload anything. Um, Yes, so they are available um, via the link on our website that was curated and made by our beautiful Jessica Smith. Um, That's me. And our website is pumpupthejampodcast.com. Yeah, it's all very official. Did you see how confident I was then? Didn't even look at you for reassurance then. I've been working on that. Believe in yourself. I do believe in myself. I am a boss bitch. I've decided it's happened. As well as the links to the playlists, if you want to find out a bit about us. You can. It's also got links to all of our social media platforms. It's on there. Pop by, say hello. And, you know, if you've got time, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Yeah. Very lovely. Yes, queen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's it. It's got too late. We get delirious now. now. We're delirious. (laughs) Jess needs more chocolate. I need another cup of tea. I don't need it anymore (laughs) i need tiktok and i need bed that's what i need Uh, we hope you have an amazing month and to speak to you soon yeah we thank you as always we appreciate you we love you we do stay safe world peace world peace world peace that's all we want peace out peace out Bye. bye